Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, actually, a very exciting day for me. Uh, boy, this is something uh, five years ago when I uh, started our show. Uh, never dreamed maybe this day would come, but thankful for it. And we are thankful to welcome to our show uh, Jim Shockey. And uh, certainly, if you're into the outdoors and hunting, uh, you know the name, legend hunter, conservationist, award-winning outdoor writer, uh, wildlife photographer, and uh, outfitter for nearly 30 years. Of course, you know the TV shows on the Outdoor Channel, um, Uncharted, one of our favorites, uh, Jim Shockey Hunting Adventures. So, Jim, thanks for being with us today on Sportsman of Colorado. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm getting a big fat head listening to all those compliments, though. Well, hey, well, I'm telling you, it was awesome to meet you here uh, in in Denver, and uh, so so thankful you're taking a few minutes to be with us today. Well, you know, boy, look, looking and doing the research, you know, watched your shows for all the years and all the things, but then going back and, and listening to uh, kind of how you got into this and some of your background, wow, it's just things I didn't know. So if you don't mind taking a minute. Take us back a little bit and uh, tell us a little bit of your history and then how you got into the whole hunting and outdoors. Boy, I started about, let's see, I think it was two years old, <laughs> collecting beetle bugs and earthworms uh, uh, way back when. And, and I mean, I, it was, I was born into it, so it wasn't long before I graduated to mice and gophers and coyotes <laughs> and eventually deer. And, and our, our family, when I grew up, I, I mean, I lived in a trailer park for my first six years. And if my dad didn't get a moose every fall, we didn't go you know, buy a cow. That didn't exist. Right. In fact, I didn't even know you could do that back in those days. So, so we, you know, we came from a hunting family, but for meat, um, you know, my dad, his uh, favorite hunt would be get out there, get get a deer first thing in the morning, so you could be back at work by noon. And that was a good hunting season. And I... I just took a one more step where, to me, you know, there's something a little more spiritual involved than just just the meat. So, you know, I, I uh, started trying to make the hunts last until the last day, and uh, and uh, then started writing about it. And then I published my first article in Bow Bender magazine back in 1984. I got forty two dollars for that article. Wow. Now that started me on my professional career. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. And, you know, um, again, we're going to talk about some of the hunting and all the things, but one of the things that really impressed um, me, uh, you know, a lot about um, just your, uh, your mission, your philosophy a little bit is your emphasis on family. Um, talk, talk a minute just about, you know, what that means for you as far as family, now hunting with family and uh, all of that. Well, uh, you know, I... That that is what hunting is about. Right? They they tend to focus in the popular press on that little tiny slice of hunting that that's the kill, and and they say that's what hunting is all about is the kill. It's not. Hunting is a big pie all around that part. You know, that's a, that's a fraction of a second in a in a given hunt that might have taken a year to prepare for and and uh, you know years to save for. Sure. And 
so family family is is a huge part of that that pie. Um, you know, back historically, we would have we would have hunted to bring food to our family. You know, which which makes the you know the tribe stronger, the clan stronger, and and that's you know it, it was all about family, mm-hmm. and and it still is to this day. If you know when I'm speaking at events, it, I see families in front of me. You know, this isn't you know it's nice to get a big animal shirt, it isn't it's nice to get meat for the table, but ultimately, you know, the family is is the most important part. This tradition of passing down the skills from grandfather to father to you know, son to grandson and, and, and on through the generations. I mean, that's, you know, to me, hunting is uh, is all about family. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Jim Shockey is our guest. Be sure and check out his Facebook page or, or one of them. Uh, you can go to facebook.com slash uncharted television. You can follow there. Check your local listings for the Outdoor Channel shows. Again, Jim Shockey Hunting Adventures and Jim Shockey Uncharted. A great, great show. And, you know, boy, our, our stations are filled with a lot of shows, but I'm telling you, uh, I can't think of one that, that comes near to matching um, where you put us because where you, it's great when you can kind of follow the adventure and yet feel like almost you're, it's, it's almost like a documentary a little bit of, of the places that you go and, you know, the lifestyles and all of that. Um, so when you started TV, how's that really changed from what you were doing then when you very first began to what you're doing now with Uncharted? Uh, you know, when I first started, my, my goal was to bring the hunters along with us on the hunt. And I, I remember when I first pitched the, the sponsors about it way long ago, boy, 17, 18 years ago for the hunting adventure show. And you know, I, you know, I said, we're going to be hopefully traveling all over the world and talking about culture and, and uh, different hunting skills, traditions in other parts of the world. They, 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 the, the, com- the most common response was it'll never fly because it's not about turkeys and whitetail and that's all hunters want to see. And, and you know, I, I, I disagreed with them. I, you know, Hunters are explorers, explorers are hunters. And we, we've been opening up this world since the beginning of humankind. Mm-hmm. And part of that is discovering, you know, the different foods in a new place, uh, the, the traditions in a new place, the, the culture that's in these places. And every hunter, given the opportunity, you know, wants, I believe, to, to learn about that. And, and again, as I was saying, that, that's a part of hunting that we... You know, popular press tends to forget about or at least not focus on. So we we decided to do that. You know, it's what I love about traveling to these places. Even if it's down to Mississippi, my goodness sakes, I was there a couple weeks ago. Right. That's that's a different culture than I'm used <laughs> yes, to. Sir. Really. Yes, sir. And, and definitely different foods. So, so you know, that's that's what I wanted to show in in our television productions, and it, and it's obviously you know it, it's worked. Yes, are interested in far more than just turkeys and and white-tailed deer. Yes, sir, absolutely. You know, as you travel the world and you speak at all the different things that you do, and um, what do you believe are the challenges that you see for hunters and and conservation going forward? Well, I mean, it's educating the the non-hunting public. There's a tiny percentage, probably 3% out there, that are just ideologues that will never change their opinion of what, what hunting is. They, they don't 
it's not about the wildlife. It's, it's about stopping hunters right. from doing what they do. So those will never be able to change. You know, then there's 10% of, of us that hunt, um, you know, plus family members, so it's a lot higher number than that. But then there's the, the middle 80%. And that, our biggest challenge will be educating that middle 80% about what hunting actually is and, and, and the benefits of hunting conservation-wise, just, just health-wise, if, if for no other reason, good organic meat, mm-hmm. and, and touching back family-wise. You know, it's, it's a great pastime for a family. So our biggest challenge will be somehow getting into the, the mainstream press with, with that message and, and you know, negating some of their, their negative press on and caricaturizing or caricaturizing. <laughs> I've been hiking for a long time. Yeah, no worries. Uh, you know, like basically showing us as buffoons. I mean, we're not. We're not. And that, that's going to be our biggest challenge is uh, educating the non-hunting public. We, we need them. And for the most part, as soon as you have a chance to explain to them, they understand. They get it very quickly. It, it's just logic. And, and on top of that, it's right. So, that you know, if we can reach them with a message, we all, uh, we'll, we'll do a great service to hunting and hunting hunters going into the future. Yes, sir. You know, looking at all the different places you've hunted, uh, you know, and looking up some of the research, 45 countries, six continents, uh, 350 species, what what drives you still today after having so much success? Um, what, what's still your, your motivation for continuing on? <laughs> Discovery. Yes, sir. I mean, what, what's, what's over that, that next mountain, across that next river? Uh, that's like I said earlier. Hunters are explorers. Explorers are hunters, and, and you know it's not so much about the animal. I, I'm honestly just as excited hunting a, a, a gopher as I am hunting a cape buffalo over in Africa. Yes. I, I, you know that that feeling as a hunter, we know what it is. It, it's virtually impossible to explain it to somebody who doesn't hunt, I and mean, until they experience it, they they don't they can't. How do you how do you describe it? Overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's not an adrenaline rush. It's not. You, you can get that doing, you know, jumping out of an airplane. That's that's not what it is at all. So so it's that, that deep spirituality that, that overwhelms you when, when you're out there in the wildlands, you know, knowing you're hunting, not just voyeuristically looking at the, uh, at the animals or, the, you know, the landscape, but actually being a part of, of this natural cycle of life, Forgetting death, forgetting life, forgetting death. I mean, it, it, it's you know being a part of that in every place that I can be, and and discovering you know the, the hunting techniques, learning about the people in that area, you know, the habits of the wildlife that we're after, the taste. I mean, just to try these different animals, the different ways they prepare them. You know, this this all draws me like a, a moth to a flame, and like I say, I, I think that's the the Explorer gene inside this particular hunter is very, very strong, but it, but it's in every hunter. Absolutely. Jim Shockey is our guest. Check out, again, this Facebook, facebook.com slash Uncharted Television. Follow him on Facebook. Um, check out the shows on the Outdoor Channel for your local listings. We're going to take a short break, and Jim, when we come back, I'd like for you to, you know, I've watched some of the videos and different things about you, and I, and I heard you tell a story about, um, and I, I forgot where you were, but where the gentleman ripped off your sunglasses and then uh, oh yeah yeah i would yeah. i would love for you to tell that story if you don't mind when we come back 
100% I'll do it. All right, sir. You're listening to Sportsman Colorado. we got to take a short break. We'll be back with more with Jim Shockey right after this. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, we believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. And because we know that your pet will have many different needs throughout its life, we offer complete pet care services every day, all at one location. Whether your furry friend needs a checkup, advanced medical care, surgery, boarding, grooming, obedience training, food, care products, or toys, we are here for your pet seven days a week. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, we know that you want the very best for your pet, which is why you can count on us to provide top-notch care in everything we do. We are certified with the highest rankings by the American Animal Hospital Association and hold a gold star rating with the Better Business Bureau. You and your pet can visit us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. We are located at 8681 East Lincoln Avenue in Lone Tree. Learn more about us by visiting our website at LoneTreeVet.com or just give us a call at 303-708-8050. You were injured in an accident. At first, you didn't worry about it too much. I mean, accidents happen, right? But then the pain started to keep you up all night, and the doctor bills started to pile up. And to top it all off, the person responsible is just avoiding you altogether. So now you're stuck with a bunch of bills that you can't afford. No need to worry. Call me, Kevin Flesh, and get a professional opinion about what you can do. I'll answer all of your questions relating to the accident, and I'll help you to determine if you're entitled to compensation for pain and suffering. I have the experience and the knowledge to navigate the complex maze created by the insurance companies designed to minimize your claim. If you've been injured in an accident, call me, 303-806-8886, for a free consultation to find out how we can help you get the compensation you deserve. Tired of walking into gun stores and seeing the same guns everywhere you go? Check out our sponsor, Old Steel Historical Firearms. Hi, this is Scott Watley of Sportsman of Colorado. At Old Steel, they specialize in the purchase and sale of historical firearms. Need to get your firearm collection appraised? They can help. Buy, sell, trade, and consignments are welcome at Old Steel. Open 10 to 6, Monday through Saturday. Old Steel Historical Firearms is located at 12 East Girard Avenue in Inglewood. That's just two blocks north of Hamden, off Broadway. Now you can own a piece of history at Old Steel Historical Firearms. Call 720-662-7252. That's 720-662-7252. Check out their website, oldsteelguns.com. Hi, Dan Johnson, General Manager at Lynn Lyle Chevrolet. You know, I hear it all the time. If you give me a good enough deal, I'll buy your vehicle. So here it is. A 2017 Crew Cab 4x4 loaded for up to $11,000 off MSRP. Or how about a 2017 Chevy Cruze sign and drive lease for only $1.99 a month? Heck, that's cheaper than a used car. And we'll pay top dollar for your trade-in. So go east and pay the lease. Lynn Lyle Chevrolet I-225 in East Colfax or on the web at lynnlylechevy.com. Chevy, find new roads. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. If you're just joining us, my name is Scott Watley. Very honored today and a true privilege to have a legend 
actually on our show, and that is Jim Shockey. Uh, got to meet Jim recently when he was here in Denver at the Cabela's, and a great privilege for him to take a few minutes and be with us today. Now, before the break, I mentioned a video that I saw, and you were um, in a, a foreign, foreign place and what we might call dangerous, and I guess that all depends on the political climate and what's going on then, but um, uh, tell us that story a little bit, Jim, about the sunglass issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that actually that, that's happened on the in Ethiopia on the smuggling line between Somalia and Sudan. Um, I was in in an area that is controlled by the Mercy Tribe, and you know there's there, there, some of them are, are like anywhere. There, there's some bad actors, and, and I was out in the savannah and I bumped into a uh, group of about seven of these young warriors. I mean, they're all carrying AK-47s. They're hard, hard, hard young men. You know, they're late teens, early twenties. Lots of testosterone. And uh, <laughs> when they when they came up to us, I mean, normally we're a pretty hard target. You know, we we'll always show or try and present that that look. You, you get, someone's going to get killed. Someone's going to get hurt real bad, and, and we don't know which one it is. So don't bother. It's just not worth it. But in this case, you know, occasionally, you, you know, you get someone that wants to push it, and the, this young sort of leader of that little gang came up to me, you know, there was a standoff in front of us, and he walked up and pulled my sunglasses off my face and, and put them on himself and then turned to his buddies and it was kind of, you know, like, yeah, look how cool I am. And, you know, that that's a dominance. That, that he's exerting dominance. And right. You, you can't ever let that happen. You know, this isn't about diplomacy when it comes to that kind of situation. It's, you know, force can only be met with an equal force, and if it, uh, it you know goes beyond that, well, that so be it. But you're not going to avoid it by talking. It'll just get worse. You'll turn around and next he'll he'll grab whatever, make you take your boots off, and then mm-hmm. then eventually they they just do whatever they want with you. So so when he well, after he turned to his buddies and turned to me just to kind of see what I would do, I reached over and grabbed his uh, his uh, Grigri necklace and snapped it off his neck and and implied that this was a good trade. He gets my sunglasses, I get his Grigri. So there's equal force. At that point, he has to decide, am I bluffing or, or, you know, is is this truly, you know, someone's going to die, someone's going to get hurt badly. And I remember it was a standoff for about 15 seconds, but, you know, human nature, this little guy was, you knew he was probably uh, not much of a, not, not a very nice guy even to his buddies. He was the leader for a reason. He was probably meaner and not, not as well liked as the other guys, but, you know, more powerful. He, one of the other guys behind them started snickering. And once that happened, then the whole group of them started laughing at, at their little leader, and that broke the, the tension. He, right. he gave the sunglasses back. I gave the Grigri necklace back to him, and we're, uh, we, we were buddies. Because that, that was the only way to save things. So I actually, my screensaver on my computer is was me standing with those seven <laughs> little bad actors and, and uh, <laughs> taking a picture with them. So that, you know, it reminds me every single day of, of the fact that we can never ever walk around being victims. You know, sometimes sometimes you just have to stand your ground. Yes, draw a line in the sand, that's it. No more, no more. And, and that's, like I say, a reminder every day when I see that picture. Absolutely, man. What a cool story. Yeah. Um, so all the trophies, we mentioned those, a few of those that you've taken. Um, are there any that you can think of that just have more of a, a special meaning for you? Oh, for sure. A- any, of the, any of the animals that 
you know, I was hunting with my family. Yes, not, not animals that I've taken necessarily. I mean, I, I've got white-tailed deer from my father, moose from my father that are in, in our museum. You know, Eva's deer or son Bramlin's deer. I, I think I've even got a couple of Eva's moose, you know, up on the wall, which which you can always tell because they're the smallest ones up there. <laughs> yeah, right. they, they, you know, those, those are <laughs> hopefully hopefully Eva's listening right now. Thank you, Eva. You know, the most important animals to me, the memories of, of being with family. Yes, sir. But uh, it just doesn't get any better than that. I don't care if it's a world record walking by me. If it, if it meant that I would miss a hunt with one of my family members, I, I, would, I would care less about that world record. Right. It's way, way more important about family. Absolutely. Jim Shockey is our guest. Once again, check out the Outdoor Channel shows that Jim has, Uncharted. You will not see a finer show than that. Jim Shockey's hunting adventures as well. So what could be possibly be left on the Jim Shockey bucket list to take? <laughs> well, there's animals, you know, just because I've hunted in those countries all over the world doesn't mean that I got the animals after every time. So there's some places that I've Sure, like to go back and have a, a sure. redo. One yes, of them sir. Is, uh, back to Liberia for zebra diker. I, you know, I spent 17 days hiking around in those jungles trying to get a zebra diker. Never saw one. And, uh, then, of course, the Ebola uh, problem happened, so I, I haven't been able to get back in there. And, you know, that's that's one that I'd like to go back and try. I, I've heard that there's hunting for mouse deer in Vietnam, but I don't know anybody that's done it. Um, I love the hunting Guam. I know there's actual hunting for sandbar there. So, hmm. you know, there's a few places that uh, I haven't been in. And if there's countries that will open up, like Japan, to uh, foreign hunting, there's a lot of hunting in Japan, but just not, not for foreigners. Sure. So if they ever open up, I'd love to hunt hunt there. And uh, China, if it opens up again. The Primorsky Cry over in Russia, I didn't get a chance to hunt down there out of Vladivostok. You know, th- those are there's some really cool animals that they're trying to go after, so... So there's there's lots on the bucket list. I, you know, it's it's just you know the world's a big place, and uh, hmm. nobody will ever hunt everything everywhere. But uh, I, I mean, I'm sure give it my best shot. Yes, sir, absolutely. You know, when I first contacted you, I was over in uh, South Africa hunting, and, of course, I know you go over there quite a bit as well. Um, what do you see in the future for, you know, boy, the, the climate there for hunting in South Africa? Uh, you know, it's a really sad, sad state of affairs in so many of the African countries, not not just South Africa. You know, they're, they're you know, they're they're rolling over, they're they're turning over. They're, there's so much change happening, and I, and I sometimes despair about what will happen to the wildlife in those places. You know, I, I it's definitely going to continue to go. You know, like they'll they'll still be hunting in South Africa for sure into the foreseeable future, but. But, uh, boy, you know, another 20 years from now, I'd like my, my grandchildren to be able to experience the hunting in South Africa, but, but I'm not so sure that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, like I said, sometimes filled with despair, the political situation in these countries. You know, there, there's a lot of failed states over in Africa, and South Africa is still functioning, but, but not as well as it was you know, a few years back. So I, I, it's hard to say. I mean, I, if I was wise enough, wise enough to predict the future, I'd <laughs> yeah. be able to tell everybody either get out of there or everybody move there. I, you know, I just, it's hard to say. But but I know it, it doesn't, 
I, I you know, I, it doesn't look great for the wildlife, unfortunately. Yes, sir. But, uh, you know, that, that's the reality of today's world. There's, there's too many of us as the problem. There's seven and a half billion of us in this world, and we need space. We need something to eat, and, and unfortunately, wildlife is something that can be eaten and doesn't really belong to anybody, so it doesn't hurt your own net worth. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. If, uh, any, anything we can do to help over there, we really have a responsibility to do for sure as conservationists. Absolutely. Uh, just a couple minutes left here, but one thing, you know, uh, like I say, since family is a, certainly a, a big part to me, certainly, uh, you know, love that about uh, all the different things that I've been able to read and watch about you as well. What are your suggestions for those families maybe, you know, where, hey, you know, the dad or mom, you know, they are hunters or trying to get the kids into it. What are some uh, tips that maybe you could give for, you know, hey, you're trying to get your young person into doing this. Um, you know, what are some tips to help get our young people, you know, involved in this for the next generation of hunting? Yeah, there, there, you know, there's a, kind of a lost generation. We urbanized uh, you know, back through the 60s, 70s, and, and lost a generation or two of hunters. So it is difficult nowadays for the just newer sort of locavore-type hunter from the urban centers to, to learn and, and discover the wonders of hunting without any connections into the hunting world. But... You know, to them, I'd say that there's all kinds of local organizations, uh, fishing and game clubs, in just about every urban center. So, you know, the, the kids nowadays, the youngsters, are, are so well-versed at you know, Googling. They're Google. You'll yeah. find who's ever local in your area. And the great thing about hunters, they're always willing to help out. You know, if there's someone new, you know, this they don't treat them as, as outsiders. They welcome them. They want them to come and learn to discover. They want to share, the, like I say, the wonders of the outdoors. So so there's, there's many organizations, conservation organizations in every part of, of you know, Canada and the United States that that these people can, can access. And, and they'll, they'll find a, a welcoming committee that would love to have them and love to teach them about hunting, give them the, the, the starters, you know, a foundation. At that point, you know, then it's just desire. The more time you spend out in the wildlands, the higher your odds of, of succeeding getting that animal. So, you know, that, that takes desire. That that part, nobody can instill. That you're, you're born with that. Absolutely. Well, Jim, hey, man, I really mean this. I am super, super grateful for your time today, and uh, hopefully our paths will cross again. And uh, But I appreciate you taking time to be with us on Sportsman of Colorado. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. Thanks for giving me a voice. All right. That's Jim Shockey. we got to take another short break. We'll be back with more of Sportsman of Colorado right after this. This is Red Merrill for Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is a weapon manufacturer that services the firearm enthusiast. From precision ARs to suppressors, Phoenix Weaponry can make your dreams come true. Phoenix Weaponry is a full-service gun shop that offers gunsmithing, coding, and modifications to your own weapon. Phoenix Weaponry, family-owned and operated right here in Colorado. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. Call today, 720-340-2496. Again, that's 720-340-2496. Or visit their website, phoenixweaponry.com. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and receive 10% off your custom-built weapon. This is Scott Watley for my friends at Rampart Firearms in Sedalia. This is a great store, family-owned and operated. They buy, sell, trade, and consign firearms. 
You will find a great selection of new and pre-owned handguns, shotguns, and rifles. If you can't find the gun you want, Rampart Firearms will special order your gun at no extra cost. Found a gun on the internet? Rampart Firearms will do one firearm transfer and the background check for only $10 if you mention Sportsman of Colorado. Rampart Firearms, 720-468-0050. That's 720-468-0050. Located at Highway 67 in Santa Fe in Sedalia. Rampart Firearms opens seven days a week. 720-468-0050. Well, we did it now. Hi, Dan Johnson from Lynn Lyle Chevrolet. And we received a special allocation of over 600 new Chevrolets. And we're out of room. So to relieve our problem, check these deals out. A 2017 Silverado Crew Cab 4x4 for up to $11,000 off MSRP. Or lease a 2017 Chevy Cruze for only $199 a month, sign and drive. Or a 2017 Chevrolet Equinox for up to $6,000 off MSRP. Go east and pay the lease. Lynn Lyle Chevrolet, I-225 in East Colfax or on the web at lynnlylechevy.com. Chevy, find new roads a safe space for those who like to think rush to reason weekdays from 3 to 7 on klz 560 welcome back to sportsman colorado man great privilege to have jim shockey with us for sure and uh sergio alcazar in studio with me as well so that's pretty cool man it was great. It was great. it was really an honor to be here and listen to Jim Shockey. As you said, he's a legend, and uh, yeah. the stories he, he has, it's unbelievable. Man, I'm telling you, I mean, we could have gone on for six hours because uh, watching a lot of videos about him and doing a little bit more research on him because I've been like probably most of us, we've just watched him on TV. And, and uh, well, when you learn more about him, and, uh, you know, he was a swimmer and played water polo, would have gone to the Olympics, uh, but, um, you know, that was deal with Russia there back in the uh, late 70s and all that, so they didn't have the Olympics or whatever, but, uh, uh, man, just a, just a cool guy. Sometimes there's just a cool guy. That guy's a cool guy. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, we met him at Cabela's yeah. uh, in Lone Tree, when was it, about a week ago? Right. Uh, yeah, he's such a nice guy, takes the time with everybody and signs and talks to people. I mean, yeah, down to earth, yep. really an awesome guy to me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, ALC Global Adventures. Again, Sergio's been with us before and, uh, boy, on the brink of the season here. So uh, let's talk about what all ALC Global Adventures has to offer right now. We're excited. We have uh, an operation uh, in Baja, Mexico, and in Sonora as well. Uh, most people just fly to San Diego, California, which is fairly easy drive from anywhere in the States. We pick them up there, and our operation is uh, down there about two and a half hours into Mexico. We are about to start our season, so we're pretty excited. Uh, actually, we're flying on Thursday. In two days, we're flying down to Mexico, and uh, we have the, the dove opener for uh, white wing doves and morning doves. Wow. So we'll be there hunting all weekend and uh, looking at more properties and just getting ready for the, for the full season coming up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been noticing all the Facebook posts, your trip to Cabela's. It's amazing how much stuff we can accumulate. You know? <laughs> but, I tell you. You never have enough. Yeah. I never have enough. I mean, I keep buying more things, and I seem like sometimes I'm there twice on a weekend. Exactly. Just buying more gear, but I'm excited to try all the new gear. So what are we talking about for the Dove uh, as far as cost and different things? Yeah, we, uh, we can take groups of up to 10 people down there, and depending on the size of the group, the cost is a little lower. Uh, but a Dove hunt can run you anywhere between $950 to $1,200 for two, three days. Man. Again, it depends on the group and what they want. That's a great value. Look where you get to go and a lot of shooting. 
There's a lot of shooting down there. It's great value because, I mean, of course, you can go to Argentina mm -hmm. and spend a lot more money on a plane ticket, or you can fly to San Diego for maybe a couple hundred dollars yeah. and shoot very, very, you know, a lot of birds down right. there. And uh, great food. Uh, the hospitality in Mexico is great. Uh, and the same for duck hunting. I mean, the duck hunting is going to start down there uh, in November. And the nice thing is that the seasons there run until the end of February. So once the seasons here in the U.S. start winding down, we get a lot of clients from Canada and anywhere in the U.S. Um, that book hunts for January and February for the same reason. Okay. It's beautiful weather, and the, the shooting is, is phenomenal. All the ducks are in full plumage, full colors. So a lot of our clients go down there to collect trophy birds for taxidermy. So what are some of the species that are there? Well, our most popular species down there that we get a lot of clients for is the cinnamon teal. Uh, the area that we hunt uh, is one of the most well-known wintering areas for cinnamon teal. So we have a lot of cinnamon teal, uh, pintails, uh, shovelers, widgeons, gadwall, beautiful redheads. Wow. And we get other occasional duck, of course, but uh, probably the most prized down there would be the cinnamon teal. There's, mm -hmm. They're just beautiful birds and it's hard, hardly anybody in the States gets them in full plumage. Sure. You know, unless you're like in Texas or Louisiana, but for the most part, they're gone by the time they have full, full colors. Right. Now, how's the best way to get in touch with ALC Global Adventures? Through your Facebook? Yeah, we have a Facebook page, okay. ALC Global Adventures, and also my phone number, okay. which yeah. is 303-921-3055. Okay. And one thing that, you know, I love about what you do is, um, and you're, you're kind of like me in this, you don't recommend places you haven't been. And, that is and correct. so, I mean, you know these people. So, because, I mean, it is a lot to go there and all that. And boy, we've all uh, heard the horror stories about going with different places you don't know anything about. So here, it's a great deal because you know the people. And yeah, you're, absolutely. You're there a lot. We, that's, that's how everything started. I, uh, I've been blessed to travel and hunt in many places uh, in South America, in Argentina, in Africa, etc. And that's how I started uh, making great friendship, friendships and relationships with outfitters. And they started me asking to, to see if I could refer them to someone in the United States or, or help them sell their hunts. And that's how I ended up uh, building this company. Um, the operation that we have in Mexico, it's actually our operation. It's, it's our own operation. So that's like hands-on. It's me. Sure. So, of course, you know, I'm 100% responsible, and uh, my, my two partners are great people, outfitters. They know everybody down in Baja, Mexico, and uh, we do the same for the people in Argentina or whatever. It's places I hunt there myself. I take mm -hmm. my family and my daughter there, so you can feel comfortable that we've done our research, and it's a good, safe place to go. Right. So it's great if you want to get a bunch of guys to go, but it's also great for family. Absolutely, yeah. Every year I take my daughter. In fact, this trip that we're doing uh, in two days, my wife is gone mm -hmm. with me. My partner from North Carolina is bringing his wife. So it is a family trip, and we have, of course, a few clients coming along, but it's really just a family atmosphere that we have down there. Right. Now, you um, recently uh, joined up with Cabela's on their pro staff. Congratulations for that. Yeah, that's a cool thing. And uh, so uh, what else Cabela's got coming up, some of the events you'll be at? Well, uh, I've been in the pro stuff now since January, and I love the organization and their gear, as you know. And the next event that we have that I'm going to be part of, uh, I'm going to be in the grand opening of the store in El Paso, Texas, which is going to be the weekend of the 15th of September. So I'm going to be down there from the 15th until the 18th. Uh, at the store, I'll be there the 16th and the 17th all day. So 
Cool. Anybody around El Paso, come see There's it. anybody in El Paso. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of people, so I'm just oh, excited to meet a lot of people, and it's always nice to talk hunting all day. I sure. can do that anytime. Oh, I'm telling you, yeah, it's just like, yeah, no, it's not work. It's yeah. not work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now, um, uh, as far as here, there's, there's going to be some um, more events here locally, too, at the Lone Tree Store and Thornton Store. That is correct. Uh, as we speak, they, are, they have the outdoor days mm -hmm. going on, which includes the, the waterfowl classic, um, bow hunting, and all that stuff. So they have a lot of good sales. And then uh, September 30th, uh, that weekend, I'm going to be actually in the Thornton store, but both stores here in Colorado are going to have the deer classic. And that's actually a nationwide event. So all the Cabela's are going to have the deer classic on September 30th, which if you're a deer hunter, that's a good, good time to go out there and right. seminars and good gear and a lot of sales. Sure. Again, if you'd like to get in touch with Sergio and talk about, um, you know, uh, here in Mexico, the hunts he has and, and all the different other things he has to offer, you can reach him at 303-921-3055, 303-921-3055. And again, check out their Facebook page, ALC Global Adventures, and um, you can kind of follow them there as well. So what's your favorite thing to hunt? I mean, if you all the different things, do you like the birds more than the big game or? I enjoy everything just like you yeah. because it's all about being outdoors. <laughs> but if I have to pick, most likely I probably will pick waterfowl and mainly ducks. Mm -hmm. I love hunting ducks over decoys. I mean, it's probably that's my number one passion. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm happy to. And, you know, as Jim Shockey said, you know, hunting is hunting. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, I mean, just being out in the I mean, I'll hunt for anything, just like he said. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. Um now, black-tailed deer—that's also available. Yeah, that's a that's a unique species. I need one of those, so I need to I need to figure that out with you. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, you know, you're always welcome. I know, man. You've been so kind and vibe, man. I just got to figure out the timing as well. But uh, yeah, we're gonna make that happen pretty quick. But uh, we have to have you down there or any other places that we have. But yeah, the black-tailed deer in in Baja Mexico—it's a very unique species and uh, very sought after. Uh, not a lot of people have it because uh, it's part of the Grand Slam of mm -hmm. deer of North America. So um, we have a great camp and uh, in the mountains of Baja, which they are unbelievable. And people think of Baja as the desert, right, for the right. most part. When you go up in those mountains in Baja, I mean, you are some of those places, they have snow, a lot of snow in November and December. It's like hunting in the mountains in Colorado. It's unbelievable. Oh, wow. Well, cool. Again, this is a great, great trip. Again, you've got dove, ducks, uh, wild pheasant, quail, the black-tailed deer, much more. And then Sergio's also got hookups in a lot of other different places, you know, really uh, here in the States. Uh, I mean, you got your black bear that you got in North Carolina. Yeah, we have the North yeah. Carolina haunts. We have uh, some outfitters here in Colorado as well for, you know, elk and mm -hmm. uh, antelope and deer, et cetera. And we also have waterfowl haunts, uh, turkey haunts in Nebraska. And we're working right now on an operation for Kansas that I'm very excited about for waterfowl and uh, turkeys and deer. Oh, cool. All right. Well, good deal. Well, Sergio, thanks for being with us today, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. I always well, enjoy being have, here. It's a pleasure. Hey, great to have you. You're listening to Sports from Colorado. we got to take our last break. We'll be back with more right after this. If you have just been in an accident, there is a lot going on. With the screeching tires, crunching metal, and breaking glass, it's hard to remember what to do. That's why Kevin Flesh of Fleshlaw wants you to remember to panic. No, he doesn't mean run around screaming or start hyperventilating. He means use the acronym P. 
A-N-I-C to remember what to do. P is for police. Call the police immediately. It's very important to have an official record of what happened. A is assess, as in assess all of your injuries and seek medical care if necessary. N is for never admit fault. It's your job to take care of yourself, not to determine who is at fault. I is for insurance. Take pictures of the other person's insurance and ID info and get pictures of the accident if you can. And finally, C is for call Kevin Flesh. Kevin Flesh is more than just a name used to intimidate the insurance companies. He will help you. If you've been injured in an accident, call Flesh Law at 303-806-8886 for a free consultation, and he'll help you get the compensation that you deserve. Hi, this is Scott Watley. Let me tell you what I love about Stack Optical. They are truly one of the last optician-owned, family-owned optical stores. At Stack Optical, you can be confident you'll receive personal attention. For over 50 years, Alan Stack has shown he really cares about making his customers happy. Stack Optical also has a beautiful new location at 2233 South Monaco Parkway in Denver. Free and easy up-close parking. Stack Optical has an on-site eyeglass production lab. Whether you need office eyewear or a new set of shooting or golf glasses, Stack Optical has the solution with the Stack Sport Pack. Give them a call today and ask for their $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578. Your eyes and vision are one of the most important things in life. I'm confident at Stack Optical you'll see the difference. That's 303-321-1578-stackoptical.com. If you're looking for great deals on outdoor equipment and clothing, we've got you covered. Hi, this is Bill Paddock, owner of the Outdoorsman's Attic, your outdoor gear consignment headquarters. You'll save 20, 30, 40, even 50% on previously owned outdoor gear for the fisherman, hunter, and camper. We also sell live bait, firearms, and ammo. If you're doing a little spring cleaning, bring in your gear to the Outdoorsman's Attic. We'll sell it for you and put cash in your pocket. You can also pick up your hunting and fishing licenses right here at the store. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor gear needs is the Outdoorsman's Attic, located at 2650 West Hampton Avenue in Sheridan, Colorado. 303-781-3626. That's 303-781-3626. Or visit us online at outdoorsmansattic.com. Mention Sportsman's of Colorado and receive 20% off all your outdoor clothing. Hi, Dan Johnson with Lynn Lyle Chevrolet. And right now we're selling all 2017 Chevrolets at employee supplier pricing, plus all the rebates, for a total of up to $11,000 off on some vehicles. And we need your trade-ins, and we'll pay the highest prices anywhere, whether you owe money on it or not. Give us a chance. You won't be sorry. I guarantee you that nobody can sell you a Chevrolet for less than Lynn Lyle Chevrolet. Go east and pay the lease. Lynn Lyle Chevrolet, I-225 in East Colfax, or on the web at lynnlylechevy.com. Chevy, find new roads. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman's Colorado again. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope everyone is enjoying a great Labor Day weekend. We're going to go to the phones now and talk to our good friend, Billy Paddock from the Outdoorsman's Attic. A uh, great, great store. Been great friends of our show for uh, uh, really ever since we started. And uh, love going to this store. You never know what you're going to find there. They're located at 2650 West Hamden. Billy, how are you, bud? Good, Scott. How you doing? Hey, it's great to have you on here a few minutes. And, um, you know, the Outdoorsman's Attic. But I tell you, again, I 
applaud you for your uh, insight in doing this. What a cool concept because a lot of times, you know, there's a lot of consignment stores, it seems, around Denver for women. But guys just don't get rid of stuff too much, you know. But uh, uh, it is something where you can come there and find some great, great deals. And, you know, boy, I've seen a lot of times people walk in there with, I mean, brand new things that really hadn't even been used that much if at all so you just never know what you're going to have there but oh yeah yeah give us a just yeah we just got a bunch of fly fishing stuff in just right now right before i called in so oh really okay <laughs> yeah. great great again they're located at 2650 west hamden uh certainly be open today and then uh are you guys going to be open monday as well labor day no, I, okay. it's going to be my uh, coveted weekend to be able to go and enjoy the outdoors a little bit. Well, I'm hey, everybody week, needs so. that. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's talk a little bit about what all you got going on. Yeah, so um, right now we're doing uh, Labor Day sales. Um, all our clothing is uh, it starts off at 25%, and the longer it's been sitting on our shelves, uh, the deeper the discounts become. So uh, if you're looking for great, uh, slightly used uh, camo gear and everything to get out, to uh, enjoy the hunting season, uh, now's the time to save. Absolutely. And, you know, I noticed, too, over there uh, when I was there uh, yesterday, the day before, that uh, a lot of packs, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've got a lot of frame packs coming in. Um, I mean, I got some Everly stock stuff that just showed up and everything. And, I mean, if you like that stuff, it's, it's a good way to save some money. You know, they look almost new. So yeah. no sense in paying for that uh, that new price. No kidding. No kidding. And then also, again, a lot of clothes, a lot of different sizes. Uh, man, you can find some great things for the kids there as well. Um, and, um, again, packs, uh, man, just everything. And just uh, the, the top floor, if you haven't been there yet, uh, is filled with, you know, a lot of the hunting-type gear. They've got some archery equipment as well. Uh, just a, an array of <laughs> product on the first floor. And then downstairs, uh, a lot of fishing, kayaks, and all that. You can get your hunting licenses there as well, and uh, they can fix you up there. So then um, with fishing stuff, uh, I know we talked a little bit before the show, but you got some deals on some kayaks. We do, yeah. So all our um, any kayaks that are in the store are on sale right now. We're getting kind of close to the end of season, even though most of the people will paddle until uh, mid-October. Um, so our Aquaglide kayaks are starting off at 20% off um, retail price. And then uh, we have some used kayaks in there, too, uh, some fishing kayaks and, and all that. So, again, you know, it's, it's, right now is the time to kind of swoop in and save some money. Sure. So, and then we... Yep, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh yeah, no, I was, I was just thinking. We also got uh, three outfitter tents in too, some wall tents um, that are great, great value too. So um, you know, if guys are looking for outfitting tents or stoves or all that, you know, to for hunting. Yeah, we got that stuff down there, too. So. Yeah, a lot of great camping gear and stuff. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you guys got a good selection of firearms in there. And, I was, you know, uh, boy, season is almost upon us here. So um, I know, you, um, boy, you got a great, pretty good array of there are some, some great rifles. We do. Um, unfortunately, I don't have a whole list to tell you right now because right. they're flying off the shelf. So it's like in and out. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and also keep track of them right now. Yeah, so. some shotguns and things. Hey, you want to go yep. shoot some doves and all the different things there? Great, great uh, selection there, and and really good, you know, pricing as well. And so, oh, yeah. yeah, and uh, they got a lot of ammo uh, for you as well. And again, you can get all your licenses there. You need to get your fishing license, hunting license, all the different things they can help you out there with the outdoorsman's attic. 
So let's, I want to talk a minute about the importance of, you know, guys doing some trading with guns and all the things, the way the laws changed a few years ago and all the things, but so important to do these legally whenever you're going to sell a gun to maybe come into the outdoorsman's attic there, have that person meet you there. Number one, I think it's a good just safety thing, besides it being the law. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, just a good safety thing. You're going to be exchanging cash for firearms. You don't know the person, whatever the case may be. But um, talk about the process if somebody wants to, you know, sell a gun to somebody. What's the right process to go through? Yeah, so the biggest thing is, you know, it needs to be, a, a you know, in an FFL, you know, a, a federal licensed firearm dealer like us. You know, so you bring it in, you bring the firearm in unloaded. Um, you know, the two people have to be there, uh, the seller and the buyer, obviously, because mm-hmm. um, we'll need information from both parties. So uh, the, the purchaser fills out a 4473 just like any, any regular transaction at a store. You know, you fill out the background check, and then a couple of minutes later it comes back with the, uh, the approval or denial, depending on the person. Right. Um, you know, and it makes it real easy. You know, our our rates are twenty five dollars for a transfer fee, and then the six dollar mandated charge by uh, CBI for the background check. So, and again, you know, it, it it leaves a little bit of a paper trail for as protection for you, since you do, are selling a firearm to somebody, especially if you don't know them. Mm-hmm. You know, that way that if it, if it does happen that that firearm gets traced back to you, you can say, hey, listen, no, I did sell this, and this is where the transaction took place, and they have a record of it. Right. Um, it just, it, it, it's a good way to do things, you know. Um, I know that it's an extra burden for us uh, as sportsmen, but uh, in the long run, if the unlikely event happens that you do have a problem and everything, that kind of helps you out with a little bit of protection. Sure. And, you know, um, you also have the uh, ability, hey, if I find a gun somewhere maybe i want to order i mean you've got a great group of suppliers where you can order new weapons for us too we do yeah yeah so i mean all little guys we're all competitive with each other you know um you know we're all i'd, I'd like to say we're kind of in it together you know mm-hmm. the big box stores are great you know they have everything sitting on the shelf but that's not necessarily the case with us small guys you know we don't have the hundred thousand dollars worth of inventory that we can just plop down on on guesses of what people are going to like you know, right. so that's where if you do know what you're looking for, come on in and give us a chance. You know, we'll we'll see if we can't get you the best price that we can, you know. Right. This segment's being brought to you by GameDragSystems.com. Uh, I tell you, this is a great new uh, product that we are involved with, and a lot of guys are out there and gals doing it yourself. Um, a lot of times, man, you need some help dr- getting that animal out. And so I want you to check out GameDragSystems.com and uh, take a look at this tool. It's a um, great little um, wrist strap, actually, that you can tie around antlers, um, drag your animal out, puts a lot more of that weight just on your wrist and everything instead of your shoulders and arms. And uh, we are glad to be associated with this product. So I want you to check that out as well. Our guest is Billy Paddock, the Outdoorsman's Attic. They're at 2650 West Hamden. And again, a minimum you're going to get off discount of clothing is 25%. And if it's been there a little bit, then the discounts can go a little deeper. And once again, you can pick up all your licenses there. And uh, is this going to be kind of going through the week? Yeah, of Labor Day? yeah we're, okay. we'll extend it through since since I'm I'm ditching everybody on Monday and everything. We'll carry it on through the uh, through the, the the following week. So okay, and you and your yep. dad, you're, your dad going to go out and do a little muzzleloading, aren't you? Yeah, finally, yep. I, it really snuck up on us this year. Yep. I can't believe that it's already hunting season. You know, I know. It's like 
Absolutely. <laughs> we were just into summer. Yeah. So. What do you guys like as far as uh, talk about muzzleloading? Of course, I had Jim Shockey on today, and we did, our original plan was to have him for the hour, but we had to cut it to a half hour. And of course, Jim's a huge muzzleloader. We were mm-hmm. going to get into that a little bit. What do you find that you like a lot with the uh, uh, your ammo for your muzzleloader? I, I'm I'm kind of convinced that the federal borelocks are the solution for us. I took that pretty good sized bull with that, shot him. Uh, probably 60 yards away and then dropped him right where he stood. So hmm. I kind of like that ammo. Um, you know, it, his powder is excellent. I've always used his Jim Shockey's powder. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, like a 350-grain bullet is what I use, um, 120 grains of powder, and uh, that seems to do it for me. Wow, that's great. And, you yeah. know, one tip, and we were going to get into this a little bit, and we were talking about this the other day when I was in, but uh, Jim was talking about when siding in a muzzle loader, you should do that between shots with a cold barrel. I had never really thought about that, but he um, going through his whole explanation when he was talking with me about it, um, just going to get you a lot tighter group. And I don't know if you've had you know issues sighting in a muzzleloader before, but I certainly have, but I've always just yep, kind of yeah. repeated the shot pretty quick with the barrel being warm. So mm-hmm. uh, that's something that we're going to uh, try out, but I'm sure... I'm sure he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, I think he does. You know, with all those records behind under his belt and everything, he's definitely the man to go to for for that kind of knowledge. Absolutely, <laughs> so, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and it makes sense. You know, sure. Um, we used to clean between shots and all that, but I never really thought about you know how much that uh, that heat on that barrel will affect the the bullet drop. So yeah, um, it makes sense. It definitely for, does for sure. And you know, hey, real quick, we got a, an extra minute here. Um, we had the gentleman you guys showed me a picture of that made a mistake uh, with his powder mm-hmm. in a muzzle loader. R- run through that story just real briefly of maybe what he did wrong there. Maybe we can help someone else. Yeah, so, you know, um, the, the the biggest problem that he did was he, he went by weight versus volume. Um, black powder substitutes are always by volume, not by weight. And he thought that getting an accurate charge means like the old you know, like any kind of reloader, you, you weigh the weigh the powder, you know, say you wanted 100 grain, 120 grains, weigh that out to 120 grains, and that's that's what your equivalent is. Unfortunately, that uh, wasn't the case. His gun um, actually came apart in his hand. Mm-hmm. Lucky he didn't lose his hand. Yeah. You know? um, the other problem that we see is people don't fully seat their bullets um, inside the, in the gun, so you end up with a little bit of an air gap inside there, and with that rapid expanding powder, uh, that's a definite no-no. So what I've done is I always take my ramrod and mark, you know, after knowing that the bullet's seated, knowing that you got the powder and everything, put a mark on your ramrod so you know in the mm-hmm. haste of battle that that's fully seated. You can see that mark right on the ramrod. You know it's down there. That way, if you are taking a follow-up shot and notice, you know, because things happen. I mean, I've seen people double charge. I've seen people... Sure put two bullets in there with no powder, you know. Um, you know so when your heart, yeah. heart's pumping and you got that big bull sitting in front of you and he's trying to get back up again, you know, the worst thing that you can do is, is pull the trigger on something that hasn't been loaded correctly. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, it, was, it was kind of a shock and an eye-opener to us to kind of remind us that, hey, you know what, you know, they, they're still... You know, if you if you don't treat them with respect, they can they can bite you. You know, right, <laughs> right. Well, Billy, hey man, thanks for taking a um, few minutes with us. Good luck on your hunt, and um, yeah, absolutely. 
Get by and see Billy and them. Let them know you heard about them on Sportsman of Colorado, 2650 West Hamden. So thanks again, bud. All right, bud. All right. Talk to you. I want to thank all of our guests today. Of course, Jim Shockey. Great privilege to have Jim on. Sergio uh, Alcazar with ALC Global Adventures. And, of course, Billy Paddock here with the Outdoorsman's Attic. Hope everyone has a great Labor Day weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.